talking at you. Hello, how's everybody doing? Welcome to episode nine. This one's gonna be about toxic masculinity, and if you don't know what it is, you're probably a man, or a man that has it and doesn't realize. Now just saying that can trigger some guys off. Don't get your panties all in a bunch. So yeah, that kind of thing can, right there, trigger a long-term effect on a boy. He hears that, he, does, he shuts down emotions immediately, and it's just a long chain of reactions of one little comment. So you can only imagine what years and years of what this does. So you have to be careful what you say. Things like that can be funny. They do sound funny if you're a guy, but when you're a woman, that's pretty offensive and demeaning. Toxic masculinity is really just people's idea of manliness. It perpetrates domination, homophobia, aggression, it just has huge, huge consequences on a boy's life, society, and just basically functioning as a, a good man. And just maybe saying something such as a good man, you know, like that men are supposed to be a certain way. That's kind of what toxic, toxic masculinity is. You know, it, it says that, you know, we have to be a certain toughness, um, you gotta sort of hold a certain amount of power. You can't can't be feminine. You can't show you any feelings. So I mean, we've all been there, at least for boys. You know, I was. You know, I grew up with a family of you know veterans, stuff like that. You know, man's men, stuff like that. And you no, know, they'd say stuff like, "I pee the food, goes home crying to his that, mama." That clip, you know, Mr. T. You know, grew up with TV, you know, movies. You know, this is people that we watched, looked up to, and this is how we were taught that boys are supposed to be. So immediately you shut down your feelings. You don't, you don't go crying to mom. You don't go, you know, bitching to dad if someone beats you up because it's your job to take care of the problem. As boys, we're expected to throw punches, deal with bullies, stuff like that. You know, we don't get the luxury of, you know, being emotional, talking out our problems, and trying to discuss how we can make things better. So, you know, that was, that was hard growing up, but you adapt to it, and it doesn't affect you no more. You just shut down those feelings. I used to be an emotional kid, and then as I got older, I stopped caring. I stopped thinking about people's feelings, started worrying about myself, and, you know, life got easier, but I wasn't very helpful, and that's what toxic masculinity does. It shuts down your feelings. It makes you... Want to be the most powerful person in the room. It makes you not ever want to be equal with women because you got to be superior to women. And that makes no sense to me. But, you know, I probably was guilty at that one time thinking I was superior. And I've found out over the years that women are very qualified and far more than men in some cases. Now, one, that this is a sign of toxic masculinity. And I'm guilty of it myself to this day. Uh, men that suffer from this don't seem to think self-care is a big deal. Now, that includes checkups, going to the doctor, just regular routine things that women religiously do. And maybe that's why they live longer. But, you know, I don't go to the doctor. If I don't feel sick, I don't go. It, it's probably something was a sign of weakness, so why, why would I go there and admit that? So, yeah, um, it's something that 
it's health related. I mean, toxic masculinity is killing men because they're just too stubborn to show weakness of going to the hospital to get even a checkup, you know, even if it's a man doctor, you know, which of course it's got to be a man doctor, which is also kind of funny because you can have a man doctor touch you, you do whatever you want. That's fine. But when you get a haircut, it's got to be a woman. You know, heaven forbid a man touch your hair if it's a salon, if you even get a guy like that to go to a salon. You know, for a man to go get a haircut, and this is probably the only exception to a female stylist, is a barber shop. And in that scenario, it's got to be a man. You go to a barber shop and a man's there cutting your hair, completely different scenario. Another one is... Um, Men versus women in um, construction settings. Now, I used to work at a hardware store where it was majority men. We had maybe one one female employee at the time, and she knew her stuff. I mean, she focused on the female sections of the store because that's what she was basically forced into doing. She wouldn't be given opportunities to do the, the higher man duties. Like, I don't know building decks and stuff. I mean, it, it might have had something to do with her not wanting to do it, but, and I mean, she wasn't girly by any means. I mean, she, she was feminine, but she was right up there with the rest of the guys. Anyways, when people came in, um, they'd look at her as a girl. They wouldn't look at her as someone that might actually have answers. You know, they'd go to her for cabinets, countertops, you know, kitchen and bath stuff. But when it came to what screws do I need, do I need this for electrical hookup, stuff like that, they'd actually go around her or ask her for a male employee, which in most cases, they didn't know anything. I mean, she knew more than a lot of the people there did, you know, people as in guys. And it didn't make them very comfortable when they had to talk to a girl about a, something a man should know. And... It's crazy. It is crazy that, you know, day, today's day and age, it still happens. But it does. And we were making progress there. You know, for the last 20 years, you know, it's been slowly getting better and better. Now, there's been a lot going on in recent politics that's kind of set it backwards. Um, it's just a sign that it's still there. You can't really blame anybody in power. It's just, it's just there dormant. And what happens is we just put it in the side burners and just don't talk about it. So we obviously have the problem as a society and we have to deal with it. And it begins with our children. We can't be just telling Johnny to suck it up and get back on the field um, while you're telling his sister, you know, take it easy, just sit down and relax. But um, no, I'm not saying... You can't be masculine. You can't be feminine. You just can't be abusive with it. So don't make boys feel like crap because they're crying or their knee hurts or or somebody offended them. Sit them down, discuss to them how to deal with the situation, and next time they'll be able to handle it without having to throw punches. Now, there is double standards in the world. I live by them. I'm trying to not live by them, but it's just the way I was brought up, so it's, it's a battle. I have an older son, older daughter, and they're completely different because of my raising. Now, my daughter, firstborn, that has something to do with it, but more or less I would tell her 
just wonderful things, cuddler, you know, play with her a lot, you know, things you can do because it's a girl and you can go easy on her. You can, you know, give her all those little talks, you know, help her through life. Now, my son was different. You know, he was just basically cars, you know, blowing up stuff. I showed him, you know, the monster trucks, you know, haunting. You know, we focus on what was man stuff. So, of course, now he's he's like that. He is better than I was at his age, but I definitely went out of my way and didn't even realize I was doing it, but the double standard shows. Daughter's super emotional, got lots of, you know, empathy for people, and my son is the opposite. Now, he he's not careless. He does care about people, but... He lives in a world in his mind where men do trucks and he realizes girls do it. But if it comes down to it, most of his friends are guy truck guys. Now, if he has a bunch of female friends that are into trucks, he doesn't brag about them. So, um, just saying that a boy can be raised a boy, a girl can be raised a girl. But they need to know they can both do the same things. Like my son, I've asked him to come help me work on the truck. And he really didn't do anything. But him just being out there made me feel like I was teaching him how to be a man. And chances are my daughter probably would have caught on to it a lot faster and been better at it. But I never invited her to come check it out. And now... She needs help with everything, just putting air in tires. So, yeah, we can't we can't be doing that. I'm still learning. I got a younger son now and a younger daughter and doing that a lot differently. So, which is actually, roles are almost reversed right now because my son, which is only three, so he's still emotional and he still has, you know, sympathy for people. He still loves mom. He tells us loves, kisses, hugs. You know, that's all great. And my daughter, you know, she's a teenager now, almost. And, you know, she's into sports, likes hunting. Um, if she shows an interest in vehicles, I'll show her how to fix on them. I'll probably be this summer get into that. So, yeah, you can change. And if you want the future to change, it starts with us and our kids. So let's just work on being better people, raising better human beings. And we can work off of that and... Not saying I'll get any better anytime soon, but I will work on it. As you will probably hear in uh, past episodes and future episodes, I'm still going to say stupid, stupid shit. And I, I try, but sometimes it's still funny. So you can call me out on it if you want. And I'm sure whoever I'm talking to might, might not. I don't know. So uh, not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I'm gonna change anytime soon just saying let's try to make our children change just with that being said i'm gonna carry on to something else here bullying now that is a product of toxic masculinity now there's a lot of women that do the same thing so it's not all a masculine deal but it is a good starting point what might actually trigger the female I like to call it female masculinity because there's some women out there that are pretty strong-willed too that, you know, it, they take over just like a man does. So it might not all be a, just a gender thing. It could just be a 
toxic issue on both genders. But bullying is basically just a power struggle. It's just men trying to be dominant over the weaker and it's just something that developed you know when they shut down their emotions their feelings for other people now the will to help that's what happens you become a bully now there's some that you know get bullied at home which that's the same thing that they're just carrying on what they're learning so um, the kicking, the heating, the hitting, the shoving, you know, that's all something they learn from somewhere. And that's from the parents. Um, kids just don't do that. And it's usually between 11 to 13 when a lot of this is at the peak of learning. And it just gets a point where it doesn't reverse. I and mean, they've, they've got it set in their, their minds that this is how it's going to be until somebody finally educates them, puts them in their place, and hopefully that works. You know, for me, you know, I, I grew up in a bully in school, and I, I made friends with the bullies real fast because I realized if you weren't friends with the bullies, you were going to get bullied. And ones I couldn't make friends with, I fought. And sometimes I lost, sometimes I won. Either way, it's a respect thing, and you learn that, which is the totally wrong way to go about it. So, yeah, I mean, you just... It's okay for macho men to show every emotion available right there, you know, because I've cried a thousand times, I'm going to cry some more. Technique... It's okay that for macho is just part of life. We that's what we're told. You know, that's that's your it's way of living. That's talking at you. Just my name's part Rob. of being a kid, I guess. Subscribe. Boys will be boys. Check me out on YouTube, so all the platforms. it's just I'm there. that way of thinking time. has to end. Boys can't just be boys because that's destructive. They can learn that at the age of two. And from then on, it's a chain reaction of violence and just hate towards people and degradation to women it's it just a long chain reaction off just the simplest lessons so got to be very very careful with kids at young ages and this stuff you know they will who knows they might grow out of it but how many years do we let them be this way until they realize it's time to be an adult and i gotta be a responsible citizen now that's great. That's great if they can grow out of it. I grew out of it. You know, I wasn't a hard bully, but I definitely, you know, picked on kids to stay out of the bully's light. But I'm sure I've done some damage in the process. Like, uh, any bully that gets over it, sure, they did it, they lived it, they moved on. But those other people, they don't ever move on. So you can't just say they're going to grow out of it because they're going to do the damage. So try to... Try to teach your kids the right things right off the bat. Try to make sure they're on the right path and their kids will eventually be on the right path. And over time, the world will be a better place. So on that note, I'm going to let it go. This will be my serious podcast about something good. And I'll just offend after this, I'm sure. So on that note, 